What's up, internet friends? I guess this video will be more of a podcast episode, so I'll start by saying welcome to the Talking to Myself as I Draw podcast. For this episode, I wanted to talk about two things. Um, one, we'll show you how to give your creative projects an average of like, let's say, 22 to 25 hours a week or more without burning out. And the second is how a creative schedule will help you stay on track with maintaining those hours and moving the needle consistently. Um, I might split this into two parts because it will be a hefty episode. I think I will split this into two parts. Um, so yeah, this is part one. If you're new to the channel, the YouTube channel that is, it is filled with art process videos, tutorials, po um, and podcast episodes. As I kind of mentioned today, I want to talk about how to stay productive in your creative endeavors while having a 9 to 5, a day job, and or working full time in another field. While speaking on this, I've included video from my first Twitch stream where I was working on my rendition of the character Spike Spiegel from the iconic anime Cowboy Bebop. If you want to catch me live sometime, go check me out on twitch.tv slash Medium every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. There, I'll put a link in the description. Um, but yeah, let's get started. So I want to start by saying that I know that, you know, Gary Vee and a lot of these, like, dream-chasing motivational speakers are always saying, yo... You need to treat the side hustle like a full-time job, which, you know, it has some validity, but in reality, most of us don't have another 40 hours a week worth of brain energy and physical, you know, perseverance to spare after giving 40 to 60 hours to the jobs that pay our bills. That's just life. Like, adulting ain't easy, bruh. It is what it is. You know, I used to think that by not giving my creative projects six to eight hours a night, I was failing at chasing my dreams and goals, and it would lead to putting in like three late nights in a row during the work week, sleeping poorly, being sluggish at work, which led to working later in order to finish my work, and then coming home too tired to do anything and requiring like two to three days to recover. And then after those two to three days go by, you know, where you get your physical, mental recovery back, you fall into the same anxious trap again of, oh shit, I'm not doing enough, I need to go hard tonight. Then you do the late night thing again. And it's just like a vicious cycle. Um, eventually you kind of realize that two to three days on and two to three days off thing isn't going to produce the most effective and efficient results. I was, you know, watching a Joe Rogan clip uh, where this MMA trainer was was saying it's more effective you know to work out for 30 minutes a day every day of the year than to do an intense 60 minute workout three days a week that'll destroy your body for four days out of the week it just doesn't make sense now when applying that mentality to the time you know dedicated to my creative projects it made a lot of sense even from a mathematic perspective and I'll explain why. So as I said before, my method used to involve two to three late nights in a row 
which might have translated to, let's say, getting home from work at 6 or 7 p.m., eating dinner, then working on, let's say, a painting from 8.30 or 9 p.m. to like 1 a.m., which translates to, let's say, four hours in one night. Um, I might have been able to keep this up again for three nights in a row, tops, but by day four, I would need a break. And then day five, I might still be recovering, so my motivation might still be low. Only for my, you know, anxiety to kick in on day six, like, hey, you need to do something tonight. You see all these artists on Instagram posting every day, which, where you been for three days, bro? And then, you know, I start frantically working for four hours, trying to catch up in one night, re repeating, you know, the same inefficient uh, cycle. And, I mean, the, the same inefficient and unsustainable cycle. So, let's break down some of the math real quick here. Um, this is how my weeks were looking before. Trying to add a visual aid out here. So, you see, like, Mondays, I, ha I would work, let's say, for four hours that night. Tuesday, let's say I worked for four hours that night. Wednesday, four hours. Um, and then Thursday would be my burnout day. Friday, you know, is recovery day two slash what we doing is Friday night. So you might work, you might not. Saturdays, like anxiety day. Oh crap, I need to catch up on my creative work, but I also am an adult and I have to like go to the post office or clean my apartment or prepare food or buy groceries. So you're like struggling to, to squeeze creative time in because you didn't plan for it. Um, and then the same thing happens again Sunday, only for you to start the same vicious cycle again Monday. And if we add these hours up, you know, they, they total up to approximately, you know, 16 to 18 hours a week. And now some of you might say, hey, 18 hours is great. It sounds like you're killing it, bro. But in reality, I wasn't because I was still unorganized within those 18 hours. Within 18 hours, there were hours spent debating, oh, what to work on? Should I work on my sketch stuff? Should I be practicing this? Should I do a character study? Oh, my painting has been unfinished for two months. What am I gonna do? Should I finish that? Oh, I, I've been, I started this you know, illustration I really wanted to get done. And you're, you're thinking about that, you're thinking about what to do, and you're also thinking, oh, should I have added this to my shop? I just saw this guy made stickers. I should make stickers. I should do this. I should do that. My website is old. So it's like, not only, you know, it, like, sure, it's 18 hours on paper, but there's like at least, let's say for the week, like at least five hours where you're just wasting time trying to figure out what to do or on Instagram trying to figure out, I don't know, just perusing for no reason. And, you know, within those hours debating what to work on, you know, weighing priorities and whatnot, there's a lot of counterproductive time being spent here. So I also realized I needed a daily schedule in addition to a restructure to the way I was working. And we'll get into the creative schedule in part two of this series. So for now, let's stay focused on my new productivity method. To reference that MMA trainer again, I wanted to be consistently productive on all of my projects on a daily basis without burning out. So I started by asking myself the question of what's doable to me personally. 
um, if I had the longest day at work and I got home and I'm super tired and I wanted to be in bed by 11.30 max, what is still doable when it comes to the hours spent on creative projects? And the number I came up with was two hours. If I felt good, I could go to I'll go up to three hours, but if I hit two hours a day, I would be happy that I was being consistent. With that, I figured, okay, two hours a night, five days a week, and then on weekends, I would shoot for, let, like, let's say four plus hours, give or take, in the mornings before weekend plans or errands or family obligations to kick in. And under this method, if I successfully, let's say, let's say I had a great week and I hit three hours a night with eight hours on the weekend, I'm hitting, you know, 23 hours a week. Realistically, it would probably be more like 20 hours a week. But now this sounds like we've only increased by two hours from the old method. But accompanied with the creative schedule that I'm going to share with you guys in the next part of this series, you'll realize that these 20 hours are 100% productive. And that wasn't, you know, the case before. But even with that said, knowing me personally, that still wasn't enough for me because I wanted to hit more than 20 hours a week and still be sustainable. And I asked the question of what time is the best time to guarantee my two hour, you know, daily minimum. And I had this epiphany recently that if I could just wake up two hours before the time I get ready for work, I have a guaranteed uninterrupted two hours to work on my creative stuff. So I started waking up at 5.15 a.m. every day or every weekday. And then this helped guarantee that nothing would get in the way of my two hour minimum. And because of that, it also left my nights generally open. So if I came home, was a little lazy after work, ate dinner, etc., I knew I already hit the two hours, but in the back of my head, I was like, hey, doesn't hurt to do a little more before bed. So if I pick up the sketchbook or work on a sticker design or make a shop update for an hour or two before bed or work on what I was working on in the morning, I've now doubled my daily creative productivity. That's if I do two hours at night as well, which isn't every night. But hey, some nights you're like, oh, I'm good. I ate dinner. It's only seven o'clock. Shoot, let's let's put in an hour or two. Why not? Um, under this method with the 5 a.m. wake up, I'm looking at about two to four hours a day on weekdays, which could equal 10 to 20 hours by Friday. And then, you know, if I spend three to five hours a day on the weekend, we're talking potentially six to 10 hours on the weekend, plus 10 to uh, 20 hours on Monday through Friday, we're, we're looking at, at minimum, let's say 16 hours a week, at maximum 28 hours a week spent on creative projects. I would probably fall somewhere in between, probably close to like 24. Let's just say I'm, I'm hitting 24. But to wrap up part one here, whether I'm hitting 24 or 28 hours on creative projects, um, you know, that's still technically, let's say 12 hours less than 40 hours that Gary V and these other you know, motivational dream sellers claim you need to succeed. 
But with that said, I think 28 hours is a very sustainable amount of hours to keep up every week without going crazy, losing sleep, or ignoring your daily adulting. And with the 5 a.m. wake up that I've set up for myself, I'm able to achieve at least 20 plus hours a week. And it makes me feel good that I'm moving things forward little by little every day. There was, you know, before I would feel so bad on the days where I didn't do anything. And with this method, I definitely don't feel as bad, if bad at all, because I'm like, hey, you at least put in two hours towards stuff today. <laughs> you know, like at minimum, you put in two hours and knowing that will just like help your spirit if you're somebody that's like working towards something outside of your day job it'll just like uplift you to know that hey at least i got my two hours in um even if you come home and do nothing you're like hey i got my two hours in this morning i'm good but if you do more it's even better so it's like it's a win-win it's a win-win if you're hitting the two hour minimum every morning and it's a win-win if you're hitting the two-hour minimum every morning and doing a little more before you go to sleep at night. Um, I'm just a psycho, so I do both. I'm doing two-a-days out here. If only I could do two-a-days with working out, then I'd be real golden. But I haven't found more hours in the day for that yet, but I'm working on it. One day. One day we'll have that figured out as well. Okay. Uh, for now, stay tuned for part two next week where I get into the specifics of what the hell I'm actually working on every day and how a creative schedule kind of helped me calm my internal storm when it comes to everything I want to do. Um, and lastly, I also want to give a very special shout out to my first $10 a month patron, Asad Mobin. Thank you for becoming a tier three patron, man. It really means a lot to feel that kind of support. Um, he recently signed up for the Oh We Go Together Now tier. Um, go check out them tiers on Patreon. I'm offering three tiers where you can support for as low as a dollar a month. For a dollar a month, you'll get shout outs in all my videos and your name will be printed in the shout out section of my next art book. For $5 a month, you get the same as I just mentioned, but you'll also get a physical copy of my next art book at the end of the year when it comes out. And for $10 a month, you get all of the above as well as a free digital print every month. So go check me out on Patreon if you have a moment and want to support the kid. Again, thank you for tuning in this long. I hope this breakdown was helpful on how to stay consistent basically seven days a week. And I understand everybody isn't trying to be consistently productive seven days a week but if you are maybe this video could help you um and yeah tune in next time for the uh for part two of this series where i break down the uh daily schedule i've made for myself Till next time peace but before you go i wanted to mention some other very big news uh, if you haven't heard already, your boy just put out his first of many art books. Uh, Muddy Sketches Volume 1 is here. And it is basically a book. Well, you know it's a book. It's a collection of original sketches 
ink drawings and color illustrations created by yours truly um, during 2019. And for the new decade, I wanted to start an annual tradition of collecting all of my sketch ideas and concepts, illustrations or ink drawings and whether they're finished unfinished and i just i want to compile them into a book uh, the book this book specifically gives you exclusive access to my creative ideas sometimes in their rawest form you'll be able to experience the raw and original concepts and studies that later evolve into large-scale paintings and for just $9.99, you can become a collector of my creative work and support me on my creative journey. I know you want this book on your coffee table, so we ain't even gonna mention the Kindle edition. Well, we just did. The Kindle edition is, is for sale as well, the digital version for $3.99, I believe. Um, but get you a physical copy, bruh. Buy volume one now, and we'll check back in 2029 to see who has all 10 books. Um, yeah, Muddy Sketches Volume 1, available on Amazon right now. Go get you one. Peace. If you made it this far through the episode, then that just means you love hearing scatterbrained streams of conscious delivered by a monotone voice. And that's truly awesome. You are truly awesome. 